0: Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world, or so they say. Here are your hosts. Who wrote this, by the way? What's up, little boomers? Welcome in to the podcast, episode 273. What's up? Don't look at the top of the show flow because I put 272. Oh my God. That was my mistake. You got problems.
1: I got a lot of problems. I'm going right to be now. honest, in the year and a half that I've been doing this, I don't think you've ever gotten an episode number right on your first try. I think I have.
0: I'm fairly confident <laughs> I have. No. I, mean, I just did right now. I said 273, but the show flow is wrong. Yeah, but... Mm. I don't know. It <sighs> doesn't matter. We're here. We're doing a podcast. I'm Jordan. I'm Joined Brayden. by uh, producer Braden. Producer Braden. Br- yeah. Producer Braden. Forgot that's my legal name. That's your legal name. Uh, Kyle is going to the cannonball tonight. Warren is somewhere out of town, maybe. No, he said he's working long days and he's going to go hang out with Haley. Who hangs out with their wife? That's what I'm saying. That's, that's a, weird. He's got to get his priorities fixed. Honestly, we are number one priority. Are you going to be sniffling in the mic the whole podcast? Oh, that's the first time I've done it. Okay. Every other time I've pulled the mic away. So Why are you dying today? A dog. But like you're around my dog and sometimes you're not like deathly like. I I
1: don't think I took an allergy pill today.
0: Okay. Well, grow up. All right. I wish I could. Learn how to breathe. Yeah, I wish. Um. All right. So I guess we can talk a little bit of stuff about life and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, life and stuff. So this one hit me hit me pretty hard, boys and girls. Um, I woke up two days ago, Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning to some pretty bad news, um, pretty sad news. Yeah,
1: it was heartbreaking.
0: Uh, Toby Keith, Toby Keith passed away.
1: So this is going to be a tribute episode to yeah. Toby Keith. That's all we're, gonna we're be not gonna. About. We're not
0: talking about hockey at all for this one. Uh, I'm just, just kidding. Toby Keith, just Toby Keith, but. Uh, me and uh, me and Braden, we hit up uh pastimes over New Albany uh on Tuesday night for trivia. Didn't right. make it in time for trivia. Did not though. make it to <laughs> trivia, no. <laughs> we tried. You were getting random questions, right? Yeah, I was although we were a little bit. I'm, I'm a genius. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually concerning how many questions you got right. <laughs> uh but no, we were uh we were on the touch tunes and we turned that place into a Toby Keith bar.
1: Yeah, I turned it into a Toby Keith concert. I think I spammed like eight or nine Toby Keith songs in a row.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we were having ourselves a good little time. Oh, yeah. I was having a great time. A good little time. I don't even remember the night, really. Yeah, I know you don't. And then you showed up at my apartment the next morning. I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah, get this. <laughs> so I'm taking, I'm like,
1: I got to drive Jordan home on Tuesday. Correct. It happens. Everybody's been there. Buddy's got to drive him home, whatever.
0: It's right yeah. down the street. Not no, big I'm, deal. I'm
1: driving him home. It's a Yeah, it's a 30-second drive. I get into the parking lot right by his apartment and I was like, What time do you have to like what time should I come get you so you can get your car for work? And he's like, Seven fifty-five. I was like, All right, cool. <laughs> so I go home and I sleep. I I wake up at seven forty-five, I get in my car, I drive over here, I call Jordan, he doesn't answer. So I'm like, Oh my god, if this dude's asleep, I walk in at seven fifty five. And he's on his couch. Granted, he woke up right when I walked in, and he's like, what are you doing here? I was like, this is when you (laughs) told me to get here, to take you to your car. He's like, why? I was like, I don't know. You told me. And he's like, I guess we can go get it. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm here for.
0: I appreciate that. You know, you're a good friend. I try. You know? You're wearing me thin, though. (laughs) You startled me when you uh, opened the door. Well, because I
1: was concerned you were asleep and you were going to be late for your job.
0: Yeah. No, I didn't have to be there like 10. I don't know why I said 755. <laughs> Fucking idiot. It's all right. You just get an early start to your day. No, I went back and fell asleep. <laughs> all right. Well, whatever. Um, but yeah, Tuesday, rough day, old Toby Keith. Miss Toby Keith. Uh, Just a country legend. Like, I'm a big country music fan. Truly. Right? Like, that's all I usually listen to is country. And, uh, you know, he was like, he was kind of around that that time where I was starting to learn to love country and uh I,
1: yeah i grew up on toby oh, that did. was in my dad's car a lot oh
0: i could sing pretty much any anyone probably my favorite one is i should have been a cowboy
1: but uh, i know that's i know that's the one he's most known for but i
0: red solo cup is good i mean that that's his one, party one a
1: hey, fun fact when that song came out i was not allowed to listen to it
0: really pastor matt said no nope yeah
1: because uh what was it talked about getting lucky with the ladies yeah it was just drinking i was not allowed to listen more to it when it first came out
0: i mean i wasn't allowed to like watch certain which cartoons, is weird because i was
1: allowed to listen to almost every other toby key oh no i wasn't allowed to look up the music video that's uh, okay. what it was
0: that makes more sense
1: yeah i wasn't allowed to look at the music video so that's I was just fair. Saying, i think i think one of my all-time favorite toby songs is as good as i once was i don't know what it is
0: yeah that one always gets me especially uh
1: yeah, in your old, the old, older geriatric age yeah. that you are.
0: The older I get, I can't hang with these kids no more. I ain't trying to hang with kids either. Um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, to that. Yeah,
1: um. I was going to say you might want to figure that one out. Uh,
0: anyways, uh, I guess we could talk a little bit of hockey. So the uh, Jackets, we haven't played for a while, obviously, with the All-Star break. Um, But teams were, like, playing right away. I feel like the Jackets got a nice little, like, week and a half.
1: Yeah, but we also do the Cannonball this yeah. week usually. So I mean
0: I'm still it, trying to sneak into the cannonball. Yeah, you're not gonna get in. They never buddy. invite invite me. Don't you have to buy a ticket? Yeah, but like it'd be nice to be invited. I don't think anybody gets invited. I think it's a public event and you can go buy a ticket. I know it's for charity. Like Yeah, then go buy a
1: ticket and support charity. I I will buy the alcohol to support the charity.
0: I don't think the alcohol necessarily goes to the charity. Well the the price of it probably, like the you know, what you pay. How like, are they gonna price gouge a fourteen dollar beer anymore? I'm just saying I would be, I would drink for the children so they don't have to drink. I guess you can look at it that way. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at it like. like. I'm taking away the alcohol from the kids so they don't drink. Are there kids there? No, but the less alcohol on the streets. But the were they the going to give the drink.
1: alcohol at the cannonball to the kids? No. Then I don't think you're necessarily taking the alcohol away from the kids. It makes sense in my head. I think you need to
0: check get that checked out. That that would be my contribution. I'm taking away alcohol from kids. That or can you just potentially pay the ticket price and drink it.
1: Or you just pay the ticket price.
0: I could, I could do that. What's the theme this year? I don't know. I know last year was like denim, wasn't it? Yeah, people wearing Canadian tuxedos and all that. Yeah, I don't know what the theme is this year. Kyle's going. Kyle always goes. He always goes. Some then, girl he knows takes pictures or something. I don't nah, know. It's something like that, but. Well, yeah, so, Jackets, we've been on kind of a break uh, because of the All-Star weekend. I didn't watch any of the All-Star stuff.
1: Uh, I watched a little bit of the games. I don't think I watched any of the skills competitions. I mean, I (sighs) caught stuff on social media. I think I watched watched the first semifinal game and then caught some of the championship. I mean, I don't know. But I don't watch any of the skills things.
0: Like, when it was in Columbus... I absolutely enjoyed it because well, yeah, I was there in person I, you know I was do you know we were there we, they all, all and the NHL gave us credentials which was a bad that was a mistake uh, when it was here in Columbus and I had a good time you know walking around the convention center and like going to the skills comp you know just get, getting to experience that seeing all the players just kind of out and about in Columbus but I mean I don't know I, I just feel like the NHL all star game has kind of lost its luster a little bit because I feel like I'm not and I'm not you know, alone here when I say I really didn't watch any of it. And, and also it never really intrigued me to watch it. Um, I did kind of think like, you know, I was catching clips on social. I thought they did a good job with the, uh, with like the celebrity coaches. I thought they picked people that really thoroughly enjoy hockey. Um, like you got Justin Bieber, Tate McCray. Oh yes. Tate McCray. Michael
1: Buble. Tate McCray.
0: Also, they all were doing shrooms together. No, it was just
1: Michael Buble, but that shit, that interview was funny as fuck.
0: He's a funny dude. Cuz
1: when your friend tells you that it's a microdose of shrooms, I'll tell you right this is not a microdose. I can't imagine yeah. let me preface I've never done it in my life. But <laughs> oh, okay. I can't imagine like a hearing stories
0: being in that environment on any oh, sort be, of yeah. drug. If, if he is on shrooms and he is out there like picking team like with you know, all the lights and shit and, and all the on, sounds and you're on ice.
1: Yeah, but I feel like it's not super hard to walk. On well, I know, ice. but if
0: you're on shrooms, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's can a I can't even experience. imagine. It, yeah, it had to be something. It was definitely something. And then having to do interview. Dude. Yeah. I don't think. And he was all, I mean, he was not bashful or shameful at all in admitting. <laughs> the
1: fuck are they going to do to Michael Bublé? He's got Nothing. the greatest Christmas album of all time. Yeah. I means it's a national treasure.
0: I think Mariah Carey probably has a better Christmas album
1: no she has a better christmas song he has one if not one of if not the greatest christmas album
0: of all time sing a song off that album
1: it's just a bunch of like the you know it's all the like uh baby it's cold outside he does that one with dina Manzel. that song got canceled shut the fuck up it got canceled um then he's got
0: dude i'm blanking on
1: christmas song names right now (laughs) but it's all the classics i know i know his style
0: i know his style I, i get what you're saying
1: Pistol yeah. That shoots is the Hope of Barney and Ben. Like that one. Yeah. He's
0: got uh, the Chestnut song on there. Old beeps though. I mean, uh, granted, again, I didn't watch it, but seeing highlights of him, like, warming up. Like, he was on the ice, like, you know, shooting. Well, he played up oh, oh, yeah, until no, he a was. a hockey guy.
1: He played up until I think he was in like high school.
0: Dude looked like he was loving life out there.
1: Well, yeah, and then he's Canadian too. Like yeah. I think they're born that way. He's
0: also butt buddies with Matthews.
1: You know who? You know who else looked like they were having the time of their life? Tate McRae. Tate McRae.
0: Yeah, there was so much Cole Cylinder slander oh, over God. the weekend.
1: Yeah, it's because she's like another like it's just it's fan bases, dude. It's 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 we're not getting into that, but it's fan bases.
0: It's, but still, there was so much slander from from to two directed to Cole.
1: They're 19, 20 yeah. years old, dude. You yeah. got to remember that. But also, I still don't know
0: who cheated on who. Because uh, Cole, Cole left an Instagram comment, like, kind of tripping somebody about, like, uh, the whole Tate McRae being there. Not true
1: at all or something like yeah, that. Not, yeah. He
0: said, like, not true at all, pal. I mean, and and it, you know when somebody pulls out a pal or a bud. <laughs> somebody pulls out pal or buddy, it's getting yeah. serious. Oh, yeah.
1: But, man, I'm really torn because, you know, I love Cole Sillinger. He's a great blue jacket. He's on He's on my hockey team. But I love Tate McRae.
0: And did you, did you also realize once Cole got put first line center, like I've been preaching for the past two years, he also became a way better. His numbers and his performance went up. That's sure. what I've been. That's what I've been saying. Sure, I guess. that's what I've been saying. We've been suppressing his ability on that third line for no fucking. Yeah, reason. Yeah, but here's the
1: problem: he's not necessarily a first line center, so you can't can run. be.
0: He's twenty. He's got time. Relax. He's got more potential as a first line center than Boone Jenner does. Yeah, but
1: Boone Jenner's fucking. On like he's been in the lead for ten years,
0: sure, but he shouldn't be a first line. Did Cole center. Sillinger score two goals in the All Star All Star game? The what game? All Star game? No. But All-Star. also, I think a monkey could on skates could score two goals in the All Star game. Okay, that's a little crazy. I I I don't know. Just, I don't, saying, I don't think, just saying. Just saying we all of a sudden put Cole Sillinger in the right position and all these popping off all of a sudden. He actually looks like the player that we drafted him as. Instead I think of, he just heard instead the of news, shoving him on the line. I think he just heard line. the news
1: that Tate McRae was already was dating somebody else, and so he got really fired up. Well,
0: maybe. Hey, if that's what it takes to fire somebody up, I'm here for it. Right, I guess. I'm here for it. But I, I yeah so going back to the all star game, right? Like I just feel like it's kind of lost its luster. I feel like the NBA is kind of the same way. Like, you know, just It's
1: every contact sport.
0: It kind of is, because we were talking about before the podcast how baseball, like, they kind of make that game matter. But
1: I also did look. They changed it recently. I forgot. Oh, did
0: they change it? It's
1: the whichever team has the highest regular season win percentage. Okay. So, like...
0: So, now the winner, it's not based on... They don't give you home field advantage? uh,
1: No, not necessarily, no. Or, actually, not necessarily. They don't at all. It used to be that way, but it's also better in baseball because it's, like because it's really a non-contact sport there's less of a chance of you getting hurt so they play it like a true baseball game yeah outside of the fact that you're probably seeing eight pitchers from each team
0: yeah I it, and felt- and nine different subs in the field yeah I feel like the uh when it comes to the NHL there's really uh, there's nothing you really can do because you don't want to risk injury right like I feel like that's their main concern that's yeah. why that's why you don't see defense and sure there's the hockey purist out there like well oh, I don't watch it because they don't actually play well sure I mean it's the all-star game I get that but I don't know. I just feel like the older I get, the more I just don't tune into it, and nor does it intrigue me to watch. But I'm not on the side of like, oh, they don't play defense. I expect that. That's just going to happen in in those type of games because you don't want to get hurt in a game that doesn't matter. Um, But, I mean, you know, the prestige of it and your players getting the the opportunity to go I think is cool, but I don't know what they have to do to sucker me back in. I don't know. I I will
1: say if they're that worried about the injuries, I think the NFL's kind of found a way to do it and keep it entertaining this year, they did the flag football for the Pro Bowl game. Yeah. So, like, uh, all all the guys that were uh, voted Pro Bowlers, um, they went and played a flag football game on a 50-yard field. It's so only half the length of a regular football field. And it's high scoring. It's fun. You get to see the players kind of hang out, laugh with each other, all that. So, I don't know necessarily what the equivalent for a hockey game would be. Maybe if you just do, like... I got it. What?
0: You know the giant... Inflatable bubbles that people wear for games. Oh, bubble hockey? Bubble hockey. That actually can lead to a lot more injuries than you think. I saw
1: a kid absolutely destroy his knee in middle school. Yeah. He got
0: rocked. I mean, they do it at intermissions at the Blue seconds game. Well, because we
1: used to do it for, like, when I was in youth group growing up, we did, like, a bubble soccer tournament out on the turf. And, you know, everybody talks about AstroTurf leading to injuries now, certain types of turf. Yeah. I think the turf monster grabbed him. He got hit hard, and I'm not kidding when I say his kneecap was almost on the back of his knee. So I mean, yeah, that leads to injuries. I don't know if what's the like if you play? Um, I almost said indoor hockey. <laughs> um, I was thinking of indoor soccer. That
0: was all roller hockey. Roller hockey. Where I it's feel like, like that's still gonna get hurt people hurt.
1: Yeah, but it's no contact.
0: Eh, those guys are gonna make contact.
1: Yeah, but it's no contact. It's a little more skill based, and if anything, it's high scoring. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't know what they gotta do. I, I think, think it's just a I just lost think, cause. I just
1: think all star games kinda blow of because it's if you're gonna do an all star game, at least do it at the end of a season. Yeah. Maybe not in the middle. Cause mm. I've always I've always thought it was weird doing all star games but in at, the middle of a season. At the season. same
0: time though, at, towards the end of the season, like come like after the playoffs and stuff, I feel like all the players are checked out, they're ready to get the hell out of there.
1: Then hey, do it do it how the um I I think the NFL might have the formula down. They do it the week. So, like, they had the conference finals last week. Mm -hmm. They took this past weekend off, and this past weekend, they do all the All-Star Pro Bowl stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if anything, if the guys that get voted on the teams— So you're saying it's in the offseason, essentially. Essentially, yeah. It's the weekend before the Super Bowl. All right, but like, so then maybe like, if the two like if guys on the two teams in the Stanley Cup playoffs want to
0: opt out, they would all opt out. Then hey, go ahead and opt out. That's no, why you have reserves. Anybody that is in the playoffs, they're going to opt out. And that's why you have reserves. I mean, as much but then, as it then it takes away the you know the star power going to the All Star. Not game.
1: necessarily, because I mean they're all still All Stars. You just because it's like you, you can only what start five guys initially, and then I mean they have guys rotating in and out outside of a normal size roster.
0: I mean. Maybe. And also, like, the the players that...
1: I just think there would be less fear of injury when you know that you have an upcoming four- five-month recovery and period. And plus, like,
0: a lot of the superstars, McDavid, Matthews, those guys never see the Stanley Cup anyway. That's what I'm saying. So like like the, I mean, it maybe maybe you're on something. Yeah, um, that's what I think.
1: I think the NFL might have the formula figured out. Because I always thought it was weird doing all-star games in kind of, like, the last third halfway point of the season because it's like...
0: I mean I get it. It's kind of like that middle part to get you into the like it's just like the all right, the first half of the season's done. Let's have a little celebration. But I know it gives Let's the players a say. break, but also
1: in yeah. the same sense like just keep that same break in there anyway. Keep a 10-day period maybe where you just like mid like midway midway season break if you just want to call it that. Like just give them 7-10 days off.
0: I think you got to keep it in the middle.
1: I don't know. I've not, but I just don't like logistically it doesn't make sense to me when there's still... Like, there's 32 games left for the Jackets. That, that to me, nobody... Like, it's not an all-star season. Because you can have a dude... And granted, you can make an argument, oh, he was only hot the last 30 games. How's he an all-star? What if he puts up fucking stupid numbers and for anybody in the
0: league? True. I
1: just think it makes more sense to do it at the end of a season and kind of culminate it with the championship and the playoffs. Because I think it brings more traction and more eyes to it anyway. If you put...
0: I don't know. I just think players I think half the players don't even want to be there, especially the ones that have, that go year after year. So I think you put it at the end, they just they're just mentally checked out of the season at that point. I don't and know. And that's
1: why you do it. And also
0: I feel like fans are kinda checked out too, like especially if their team's not even in the conversation. Granted, you know, Jackets aren't. Maybe that's why I wasn't too interested. But, I don't know,
1: man. No, I was but, just seeing like what is it? Granted the Dolphins were in the playoffs this year. They got beat in the first round. And also, wait, no. Oh no. I might be tweaking.
0: You might be tweaking.
1: So, I was going to say, I saw a bunch of like Miami fans, Browns fans, like at the Pro Bowl event, and like they're not in the Super Bowl.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm not saying like you got to be in the Super Bowl for your fans to have interest. I'm just saying, like, you know, in in terms of like overall competitiveness come towards the end of the season, I mean, I already don't care about this season. I'm already mentally checked out. So, come 32 more games, and then you're going to tell me there's an all star game after this. I'm like, I ain't going to watch on that.
1: I don't know. I just think it's better to have it at the end of the season. And the MLB doesn't. I think part of it might be oversaturated too.
0: Yeah, because there's way? like,
1: like uh, I think the NFL does it decently well where it's the NFC versus the AFC. Like they keep they do a bunch. They do like eight or nine competitions. Yeah. And they keep track of how many points are worth what, and then there's a winner at the end of it. The MLB, they literally have the home run derby and then the all star game. Mm.
0: That's it. And I think they have the perfect model for that. Because I love watching the home run And that's what I'm saying.
1: They need to find something.
0: Where it's just not too much.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, they do what? They do, like, the obstacle course. They do the precision shooting, the skating, what, like. You know what they should do?
0: Goalie fights.
1: A goalie fight
0: tournament? Where, Where you each start at your own net, and then you rush to center ice, and you just wail on each other. Do it. Ooh. See, but that's injury. Yeah, you're right. It's entertainment, though. i have watched that. Hey, but I don't think they got people spitballing
1: ideas like us, though. We should <laughs> well, call. Let's call, call Batman. Get Batman on the horn. Get Batman on the horn, and we're going to figure this out.
0: All right, enough of that. Moving on to the first segment. What
1: about the fun of Oh,
0: yeah, we could. Is that? Oh, yeah. You uh, can put it there.
1: What? The news and no, the last thing.
0: Oh, yeah, last thing in news and notes. My bad. You're right. Sorry, producer Braden. Thanks for keeping me on track here. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, uh, so uh, this one, Pascal Vincent, uh, he said he was pretty optimistic that Adam Fantilli will return before the end of the season. Um, I think we all kind of expected it, but it's looking like there may be like maybe 10 games left. Um, But uh, hey, anything's better than nothing. Granted, the season doesn't matter, but for Adam Fantilli, you know, with the season that he was having and just to kind of get him more experience around the league in this season, I think, you know, those 10 games can be beneficial for him, so Yeah, so that's optimistic, right? You know, you you love to hear that. You love to hear young players Um, recovering well. You do. And we're just very happy it didn't hit his Achilles because that could have been a lot worse. That could have been like months upon months.
1: And Uh, I also love to hear the question, how does that happen? They're playing a sport with knives on the bottom of their fucking shoe. uh Uh-huh. Crazy shit's going to happen. Well, what about the Kevlar socks, break Kevlar is not designed... I think Kyle <laughs> said it last week <laughs> yeah. or two weeks ago. It's not designed to stop a sharp slice- slicing motion. Yeah. Designed to just-
0: stop a bullet.
1: It's designed to stop blunt force trauma. Yeah. So unless you want your players wearing chainmail under it, their uniform... They should
0: do that. Yep. You know what? You try... It. Tell me how comfy it is. That's pretty comfy. You sure about that? You sure about that? Well, yeah. Uh, Adam Fantilli... Expected to return towards probably towards the end of the season. Also, old Fantilly, he was uh, he took in I believe both OSU. Yeah, I think Michigan. he was at both. Yeah, OSU Michigan hockey games at the Schadenstein Center. Michigan was in town. I don't know who won those.
1: I, I don't follow college hockey too much.
0: I mean, I do a little bit, but not that much. But and it's because yeah. I'm, I'm
1: not a OSU or Michigan fan.
0: Yeah, Mr. Indiana boy.
1: Yeah, but I'm not Indiana doesn't even have a team. They have a club team. Yeah. They have some of the if they did have a team, they'd have some of the nastiest jerseys in the Big 10 though. No. I'm telling you right now. Why don't now.
0: they get a Big 10 team?
1: Uh I just don't think there's enough interest for it yeah. in Indiana. They're they're a basketball state. I mean, I know that, but like you could easily have a team and recruit outside. Yeah, but the problem is though, is like if you bring a club team and make it an actual team, they're going to be dog
0: shit and nobody's going to go to that program. Takes some time to de- develop. Yeah, figure maybe. it out. Maybe. Um, But yeah, no, Fantilli, he was at the old shop for both those games. Scooter and all. Scooter, boot, boot scooting. He was boot, scooting, and booging, and that's not Toby Keith, but you know.
1: But still, he he had the boot on, he was scooting. Yeah. Taking pictures with fans. Yeah. Every five seconds, it seemed like. He's a man of the people. I love it. It is cool, and I think part of it is a little bit he's new in the league. he, He isn't used to necessarily all the attention, but I think it is really cool to see. A young player like that. Embracing it, dude. Yeah, not shying away from the attention. Yeah. Like, just being very very personable, very upfront, very much fan-first kind of player. Always big old smile on his face. Yeah, that dude is always grinning. I've never seen him without a smile.
0: Dude, he's living his dream. Living the dream right now. So, yeah, good on Fantilli, making an appearance there. And, uh, yeah, taking time for fans, especially, you know, him just scooting around with his boot on and everything. So, love to see it. Good guy, Adam Fantilli. But uh, all right, segment one. Here we go, boys. That was perfect timing. Thank you, thank you. You're getting really better at that. Yeah, really better. <laughs> and my 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 English is getting really worse. Yes. Uh, all right. So the Winter Classic. Um, a lot of speculation that maybe Columbus is going to get a Winter Classic. NHL visited the shoe two times. Yeah, NHL did two site visits at the horseshoe, and then what was it? Was it Wednesday? No, it's Tuesday. It, right? Yeah, it was Tuesday. Tuesday, the league announced that uh, it's going back to Chicago <laughs> for the fourth time. The fucking Chicago Fighting Bedards. Fuck. Fourth time. And, uh, yeah, so that's their fourth appearance in a Winter Classic. Meanwhile, the old Jackets, we're still sitting here with zero Winter Classics, no outdoor games. It's cool. It's fine. It's hey, whatever. not zero. Huh? Not zero outdoor games. What do you mean? We're not getting zero outdoor games. We'll see. We're going to have one. We'll see. So, yeah, so I, I, I lead up with the, you know, Jackets not getting a winter classic because, you know, of course the Blackhawks who deserve nothing and get everything. they get, Shit you know, franchise. They get Bedard. They get all the winter classics. Also, it's going to Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field is obviously a great venue, iconic venue. I for actually baseball. feel like that would be so cool to see a, a winter classic in Wrigley. I don't know. I just, I never like when, like, when football, like college football go to, like, uh, NFL st- or like uh, or baseball stadiums, MLB stadiums. I don't like when, uh, I don't like they when don't they
1: do that often. There's a few fields that were designed initially that way. Like no, I think, like
0: they'll do like some bowl games at like baseball stadiums. Do they? So Like yeah, and like it just it, it doesn't look good. Like and especially if you're a fan going, oh, uh,
1: well, because it's not designed. For you're gonna it. have nothing
0: but bad views. So when it comes down to like a hockey game in there, I feel like baseball stadiums. Granted, with how iconic Wrigley is, sure, it's cool. And it's also the second time they've done it there. So, like, the nostalgia is already gone for that.
1: Yeah, but still, I feel like, again, like, I think it's. Well, because, I mean, no, I get football stadiums are kind of the most similarly designed places for a hockey game. But I feel like seeing a sport that is not normally played in iconic fields like that, uh, yeah, I maybe, feel like is kind of cool.
0: Maybe, but they already did it once. So, who gives a shit now?
1: So, you're saying once, if we get a Winter Classic in the shoe, we can never do it in the shoe
0: again? I'm not saying that. (laughs) There you go. I'm just saying Chicago should pipe the fuck down a little bit because they don't deserve anything. They don't. They're a shit franchise. They don't deserve anything. So they'll they'll be playing the Blues next year. Which isn't this the Blues, like, fifth or sixth, I feel like? They've They've had a lot. They've been in quite a few outdoor games. I don't know how many winter classics. Let me look that up. But, yeah. But I say all that to say this. There was some news that uh, broke recently. Uh, It broke... I think Tuesday when the winter classic was announced that there are rumors of a potential outdoor game at the horseshoe in 2025. So next year when they're, when they do them next, um, the supposed opponent could potentially the rumors are it would be the red wings. And also, I mean, Kevin weeks, John butcher all these guys have, uh, months ago dropped those tweets. Like, you know, especially with the site visits, that kind of heavily suggests that the that the league is very interested in doing something at the horseshoe. Um, so yeah, this news kind of broke, and a lot of people are pretty sure of it, <laughs> like of it potentially happening. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting. It's very. It, it is it, interesting, and it, it seems.
1: I will say, the Blue Jackets haven't come out in official, or the NHL haven't come out and said incorrect. Nobody has denied it, but they also haven't. Confirmed it either. Yeah, but I think the lack of denial, yeah, makes it seem like it's a pretty.
0: And also, like I had friends. sure me, I had friends texting me that aren't even like Blue Jackets fans. We're just you know we're buddies, whatever. And they're like, Hey, did you see the Blue Jackets announced they're doing a, an outdoor game at the horseshoe? I'm like, I'm like, whoa, 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 pump your bro- pump your brakes, bud. Blue Jackets never announced it. It's just there was a source that leaked it to some to somebody potentially, and then all of a sudden, one got a hold of it. The dispatch got, uh, dispatch a, hold of got it. a hold of it, and then like the, you know, everybody's running. They made it rounds, which I will say, if true, huge, huge for huge. Columbus, absolutely huge it's for awesome. Columbus.
1: It'll be our first outdoor game in franchise history. Yeah, against a uh, maybe not as much in recent years, but I would say a perennial rival. Yeah, and there's already kind of that built-in Ohio, Michigan, oh, yep, hate. I, I think we uh hoping and praying we're better next year than we are this year.
0: That's the one thing. So I think everyone's kick or pushback here would be, why does it matter? We suck. All right, well, give us something to look forward to. Yeah, don't suck.
1: Y'all know how to suck the fun out of anything. Yeah,
0: Give me something to look forward to. And also, look at Chicago. They're dead last in the league, and they're getting one. I guarantee all their fans are fucking pumped to get the Winter Classic. Yeah, it's because it's a fucking
1: winner. It's their fourth one But, like, we know as much as anybody this season is shit. Our front office is in fucking shambles.
0: Absolute shambles.
1: Our organization that, as a whole putting it, putting it nicely has not looked
0: great in the last two years. I would argue to say probably twenty three years. Uh, okay. I'll him. 'em I'll give them the Tampa Bay sweep. <laughs> that's it.
1: But no, I we haven't had recent success in the past two, three four were we? Four years?
0: It's been at least
1: oh uh, four four years ago to have been coached. So like three years ago. Yeah. Last three years we've not been had much to holler about. But this is something to be excited for, because one, it's a massive stadium. Yeah, you can get at least ten people in there. <laughs> I would say, yes, at least ten. How much does it seat, Braden? Do you know? Off the top of my head, it's like thirty-five thousand. The horseshoe? No,
0: no. Are horseshoe? you? Are, are you? Stupid? Isn't it like a hundred thousand? It's like a hundred and seven. Is it really? Did you really just say thirty-five thousand people? I think I was thinking about something else. I don't know what you were thinking about. Please, it's a hundred thousand. Please elaborate. what you were thinking about? I did. I can't tell you. But I got the second guess right. Okay. Well, but the fact you said
1: that the first time though. Well, you shut the fuck up. Nope. Um, but I think it would be such an exciting weekend, or whatever, an exciting span of time. Yeah. that we have that event in here. It'll be good for us and for the franchise. It'll be good for maybe some lukewarm fans that don't necessarily aren't die hard, but they want to go watch a hockey game.
0: Yeah. And like, I always go back to, cause Kyle always has the argument of like, we would never sell that out. That's, I, just, that's stupid. Why would we do that? But I'm on the side of there's enough diehard, just sports fans in this city, especially with Ohio state in our backyard and also playing at the horseshoe that there's no question in my mind, especially if we played the Red Wings, like, Listen, it's an outdoor game. Anything goes. I don't care if it's half Red Wings, half Jackets fans. I don't. But I genuinely believe it'll be a sellout game. I mean, we saw what happened at the big house in Michigan. It was Toronto versus, I think, the Red Wings. They I would I would imagine the Red Wings at the big house. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, they, they sold that thing. I don't think it was, like, the largest crowd in a hockey game history. And granted, yeah, you have Toronto with and the Red Wings with some of the biggest fan bases around. But I just think there's enough casual sports fans. You don't have to be a hockey fan, a diehard hockey fan. You can be, you know, if the Jackets are winning and you hop on the bandwagon, cool. But I think this is a moment for Columbus that if it does happen, and these rumors are true, I think that uh, it'd be huge for the city. And I think absolutely. If we don't sell it out, it's going to look sold out. Maybe we get 80000 in there. But I think it, on on TV, it's going to look yeah. like a sellout crowd. Uh,
1: I, I see where Kyle is coming from. It is a lot. That is a lot of people. Sure. And... It doesn't necessarily have the following that Ohio State football does.
0: Oh, obviously.
1: But I will say, if this year and the back half of last year have shown us anything, people still enjoy going to Blue Jackets games. Yeah, dude. Like, because what is it? I think the stat before... the going into the All Star Break, it was like seven out of the last eight home games had been sellouts. Yeah, you can't tell me it's the same eighteen thousand five hundred people going every game.
0: No, not at all. And then also, like, there's some overlap. Yeah, I was watching Behind the Battle, which you know Blue Jackets do a great job with. If you have not watched it, uh, and it was like they were going back to the like the opening night, and Pascal was out there. It was like these fans love you. Like last year, we we finished dead last in this league. But the last nine home games were sold out. They have no reason to show up. They're here. They love you. And I think, yeah, there's just a passionate fan base here, and you're going to get the casual fan. You're going to get the Red Wings fans. I think, you know, the hype around it and the buzz that it's going to generate, no question it's going to be near capacity at the horseshoe.
1: Yeah, I think I, I'm i going to throw it around 85,000 in attendance. That is my way too early guess.
0: Okay, I think that's respectable.
1: And But, yeah, again, I think it is going to be a massive... Massive event. Hopefully the team is better. Hopefully we can be competitive. Yeah. Um, and also, maybe I the saw, NHL uh, will incorporate a rule where they just get rid of the third period entirely next year. Maybe. Maybe we. Maybe we'll
0: pop off in the third. And period I next think year. we
1: could go eighty-two and zero if they take away the third if they period. Take away the
0: third period. Yeah. yeah. We, we'd be a. We'd be in a playoff spot right now. Fuck. We might be winning <laughs> the the Metropolitan. We, we'd be. Pretty damn close, but but instead we're the one team in the Metro that's not over 500. For those
1: of you that are saying the team's bad, the team's bad, fuck off.
0: I mean, they're... They're, they're, No, they're bad. Don't suck the fun out of this. Oh, yeah, don't suck... Yeah, I see what you're saying, but the team...
1: Don't suck the fun out of this. The team is bad, yes. The team is bad, but be happy. But, yeah. This is our first outdoor game as a franchise.
0: If it's happening.
1: If it happens, but enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it for what it is. I don't care. I will care, actually. I'll take that back. Like i was gonna say I don't care if we win a game before the outdoor game. If we win that outdoor game, fucking enjoy it. Have yeah. some fun.
0: I'm Get off Twitter. It, quit complaining. Go outside. Touch some grass. Have a good day. I'm here for it, baby. Jesus. I'm here for it. And so there's one thing I did see. This was from like Kevin Weeks. I think he he had tweeted, if it is Ohio State Michigan, uh, or sorry Blue Jackets Red Wings, they want to feed off the potential of that. Where the jerseys could potentially resemble Ohio State. Which I don't like that. Which I hate. I, I hate. I think it would be cool Absolutely hate. not in the first outdoor game. And also, you got to think about it. Do you think with all the Michigan players that we have here, they're going to put on Ohio State sweater? I think they would. I don't uh, think they would. Well, because here's the thing. Everybody
1: always has the Michigan versus Ohio State. Genuinely, that rivalry is not as big in every other sport between them as big as it is in football. Because it started originally in football, and then it branches out to the other ones. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're going to toy with the Ohio State crowd. Uh, go blue. Zach Warinski did it the week of the sure. OSU-Michigan football Which game. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, it's his alma mater. Go ahead, and I say it. Yeah. But I don't think there's as much hatred in between the two hockey teams or any of the other sports teams, for that matter, as there is in football. But... This is
0: the Blue Jackets moment.
1: I will say, in the first outdoor, I'm, like, even... And then if if ever we get a Winter Classic down the road, first Winter Classic, we can't do it then. But if we get another Stadium Series or we get a second Winter Classic down the line, if we do get a first, (laughs) maybe you can do it then if we play Detroit again. Because I think it would be cool to kind of pay homage to that rivalry, one of the biggest rivalries
0: in sports entirely. Sure. I'm cool with Brutus coming out there. I'm cool with the script script Ohio on the ice. If the, if the, that would band, actually, I don't think the ice is big enough. They've done it before at Ohio state hockey games. Have they? I think they just cut the band in half. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah. Not like physically. Like they don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would just send out a <laughs> bunch of bottom halves and top halves. Yeah. 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 But I think because they did it at the uh, Ohio state Michigan game. Oh, yeah. Um, that but I, I'm, I'm cool with honoring the fact that we're at the horseshoe and like, you know, how prestigious that venue is. But when it comes down to, like, jerseys and stuff, if this does happen and the rumors are true, I I this is the Blue Jackets moment. So I want a Blue Jackets sweater. I want yes. a CBJ sweater. I don't know how we do it. I think they can knock it out of the park. There's so much potential with the cannon, with the state of Ohio, like, emblem. Like, I, I feel like there's just the possibilities for, for this, this stadium jersey could be really cool. Mm-hmm. I just don't want it to be spoiled by, you know, us doing scarlet yeah. and gray and making it look like a Buckeye jersey. I yeah, think be stupid. and... I-
1: I'm not opposed to the idea, like I've been saying, later down the line in a second or third stadium series game. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. But if you're going to do it, it can only be against Detroit. It can't be against any other team in the league. And who knows how that will line up going down the way or going down the years into the future if we do play Detroit in an outdoor game again. Yeah. But I also do know you and Kyle... I don't think I ever got Warren's opinion on this. I know you and Kyle aren't necessarily big on the idea. I'm not saying do a chill jersey. I think having some kind of homage to the original Ohio hockey team would be cool.
0: I think it would be cool. I think it'd be cool in like a third jersey scenario. Okay. Like I don't think for the winter class you
1: want it as a whole third jersey, not just like a one-off.
0: Maybe I. I don't think I don't think there's enough people now that are alive, like that are like. The people that are now like have been born, uh, the, the way I'm trying to say it is the the young, thing, yeah. the younger generation right now. So I will say I don't think I don't chill, think they know exactly what the chill because
1: I will say I don't think I ever saw the chill. I just know them from like yeah,
0: you got to be like 30 and on to kind of yeah. Because I don't think they were what the Columbus yeah, chill was. The jackets,
1: like, the jackets are as old as I am. Yeah, like, like
0: my first, I went to a chill game when I was like three with my dad, and like that was their last year, I think. And so I don't fuck! that was like the 80s. It was not. I was it was in the (laughs) nineties. Thank you very much. And uh yeah, so I think like in terms of that, I think just in terms of this this new generation that's come up, I don't think it's I I don't think the marketing side of that is beneficial to grow the the franchise as a whole.
1: Hey, but I will say throwback vintage that my generation has never seen is very popular.
0: No, it is. It is. I mean that dude, that chill, the black and white chill jerseys are fucking fire, man. Like And
1: I'm not saying it has to be a replica, or yeah, just the, the, a similar stylistically, just some kind of sometimes of, yeah, a little, I think that would be cool,
0: yeah, I'm not opposed to it, you know what I I just would. don't think you just go full on with that jersey. I'd love like, to
1: see another red jersey,
0: uh, if we're playing the red wings, that ain't gonna happen,
1: it's an away game, they're gonna wear white,
0: I don't care we're not getting, we're not they're not gonna give us a red jersey, yeah, they are, I don't think they will,
1: yeah, they are, they're I mean give us a red
0: there there could be red on it, obviously, No, but, they're gonna give us a red jersey, all right, well. Anyways, again, this is pure speculation. team has not confirmed nor denied it. Um, And these are kind of the rumors floating around. So we'll see what happens, boys. I'm here for it if it does happen, though. All right, before we get into our last segment, got to talk about our great sponsors. First one, High Bank Distillery. Hey, honey. Treat your sweetie to a special bottle this Valentine's Day. Next week, High Bank will be releasing their first Double Oaked Artist Series Single Barrels. That's a mouthful. It is. These bottles feature artwork from a local artist in Ohio, which is pretty sweet. That's pretty here, neat. Right here in Columbus. Uh, it is their Whiskey Ward Double Oaked Honey. You can honey? Honey, which is kind of fitting because you know, Valentine's Day honey, but it's, <laughs> it's just honey, yeah. Our, <laughs> their classic Whiskey Ward barrel proof, given a second maturation in a brand new charred oak barrel for an additional 12 months so you got that little age process in there Ooh, baby nice go check them out this week bottles go on sale friday february 9th that's tomorrow that is
1: tomorrow or today or today depending on when you're listening
0: at 11 a.m online sales only at highbankdistillery.com pick up at the grandview location highbankco.com more details check them out there
1: And then uh, we want to shout out our our other sponsor, uh, SeatGeek. You want to go, now that the All-Star breaks over, Blue Jackets games are starting to pick up. They're back, baby. We're so back. Uh, You want to go to a Blue Jackets game. Uh, You want to go to a concert. You want to go to a a show. You want to go to anything that your heart desires that sells a ticket. Anything. Anything. You can go on to SeatGeek.com with a first-time email and use our code CBJA. For $20 off your first ticket purchase. Um, yeah, and we're not saying uh, you can only use one email. You might be able to use a second or a third and then keep using CBJA. We all have 20 emails. Yeah, we all have a lot. You got your work email, yeah. your personal email, your email from when you were 14. You didn't know what email was. Yeah, You got so many. Use, them, use our code CBJA for $20 off your first ticket purchase.
0: All right, moving on.
1: Get segment back to the right
0: page. Segment <laughs> two. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Uh, this one will be kind of quick, but I just kind of found it interesting. Before we get social, uh, apparently there's a lot of a lot of rumblings. Not a lot of rumblings. There's a handful of rumblings around the old Twitter sphere. I think. Abouts. I think, I think BHK put it best. Okay. A few faceless
1: Twitter accounts
0: potentially, but there's also some validity to it. I'm not saying there's not, but. Um. Boone Jenner, possibly trade bait, possibly being traded. Uh, Uh, I don't know about being traded. Well, I mean, hasn't there been, there's just been vocalized interest in him, right? Yes. There's been interest in a player like Boone Jenner to be traded. Um, Listen, a lot of playoff caliber teams would love to have a guy like Jenner. Jenner would be, you know, if he's going to a playoff team, he's going to be like a third, fourth line guy, most likely. But he brings that, you know, that, that physical presence that you need in the playoffs. And there's been some chatter around some, some teams potentially interested in a guy like Boone Jenner. We saw happen a couple a handful of years ago with Felina when he was traded to Toronto. Nobody saw that at the time. Felina was our captain, too. Uh, he was traded to Toronto to help, you know, bring some physicality to that team and a team that might need that headed into the playoffs. Boone Jenner is a very appealing player. And uh, so I think there's definitely some validity to these uh, to these uh, rumors. Also, um, you know I think Elliot Friedman from Thirty Two Thoughts has talked about it on his podcast that teams may be interested in a guy like Boone. Um, do we think Boone gets? He's we think he's his last year as a jacket?
1: I don't think he gets traded. I don't. I don't think there's any benefit unless the payout or the return is. Crazy, because uh, I I think you undersell him a little bit. I would say he's a second, third-line center just because his face-off percentage is so good.
0: Potentially, and they, and, they, they could put him on a wing, though.
1: Yeah, uh, but I think they would trade for him as a center. He's been a center for, what, almost 10 years in the Jacks organization?
0: Uh, off and on.
1: Yeah, but he's kind of made his name, his bread and butter... Is being a dirty, grimy, gritty little gremlin in the crease. He's got of that a center. net. He's
0: got that net presence that teams and,
1: like. And I like I think he would be a good second, third line center for a playoff team. Just and because I, I think his face-off percentage is that high. He's a physical presence. He, like you said, his net presence is great. But I I don't think he gets traded this year because, it with a team like this, with as many young guys as we're trying to develop and bring. Into the league or bring onto this team and try and develop and kind of build ourselves up for success for the next seven, eight years. I think not that Boone's going to be here for all eight of those. Say, is
0: Boone a part of that plan?
1: Whether he gets traded or he retires, because I mean, he's been in the league a while.
0: He's got some time. You not. Know, I mean, I thought when Felina was going to to Toronto, I thought maybe he had a couple years left, but now he just re signed with Chicago two more years. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. Like a guy
0: like that, I think Boone's going to be around for a handful more years. That's not, that's no question.
1: Here's the, I think he is such a veteran presence on that team, on that ice, on the bench, in the locker room, and a guy. He's the captain for For, for a reason. Yeah. In the locker room, he is respected. He is trusted. He is liked. And I. I think that's something that we kind of lack at the moment. And if you trade him away, because I mean, you have guys that have been on the, like Goudreau's in his second year, but he's not necessarily a Blue Jackets veteran. He's a league veteran. Good Branson, old, has been in the league for a while, but he's not a Blue Jackets veteran. He got an A this year. Sure. But he's not a Blue Jackets veteran. You have Cole Sillinger, who's in his junior season as a Blue Jacket. Not a veteran by any st- any stretch of the imagination. You have Elvis, who's been on the team for a while, but there have been rumblings and rumors that he's not necessarily super well-received in the locker room. Yeah. Who do you have that steps up and kind of takes that role if Boone Jenner gets traded? Because, I mean, obviously you have...
0: Zach Rowinski would be the captain.
1: Yeah, but...
0: Or Fantilli. It's not... Dude... Dude, I love Adam Fantilli, no. but he is not going to be a captain in Dude, his second year. Con- Connor, Mc- what's his name? Connor McDavid, McJesus. Yes, McJesus. He was captain in his like first year. Yeah, because he's a he's his. I'm just his saying. hockey skills were touched by the hand of God himself. Sure, Fantilli though, like, okay, yeah, should he be captain next year? No, uh, but all I'm saying is like he, I think, has future captain. Well, yeah, Absolutely. obviously, but I think
1: if they do trade Boone, your captain next year is Zach Walensky, and it's not even close.
0: For sure. And also, the last three years that Boone's been captain, look at the team. Kind of sucks. I don't think... You can't put not, that on I'm him. not faulting it. You can't put that on him. I'm not all. faulting him for that. I'm not. It just sounded like you did, though. I'm not. I'm just saying... So, look at the
1: team the last three years. The minute <laughs> Boone got named captain, they sucked. They sucked. But I'm not putting it on him. That's not... <laughs> I'm not...
0: Seriously, I'm not putting it's it not on him. It's that not is his not fault. That is not a product of anything he's done. No. I mean, yeah, he gives it at all every, every single night, but... I don't know. I could see it happening. I mean, they—I don't think. They, they dished out Felino to Toronto for a first-round pick. I think, I think the return would be relatively similar. Um, I think that Yarmo's uh, just not going to let Boone go for nothing. Um, so yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. I think there's there might be a team that's you know, pretty adamant about getting a guy like Boone for especially for a playoff push, and you need that physicality in the playoffs. And I think Boone could be very enticing to some of these teams. I'm just not ruling it out. I'm ruling it out for this year, think so yeah i I think if that trade is made, it'll be in the off season um but I don't think there's gonna be enough value I think if in no oh. not value I think you don't think it, there's gonna be enough demand demand I think like will come trade deadline when these teams want that type of player to help them into the playoffs or get push them through the playoffs a guy like Boone you have that demand now. I, I don't think know. the off season you have the demand. If I I don't think that trade
1: happens this, by before the end of this season.
0: All right, fair enough.
1: Uh yeah, he's I think he's too valuable to the team, to the locker room right now as a whole. Cuz I mean Wawrinski would be your captain, but Wawrinski's still not old.
0: You don't need to be old to be a captain. No, I'm not saying old. I'm just saying he's still relatively he's a, young. He's a veteran on this team. Huh? Yeah. 100%. What are you talking but, about? Uh, I don't know. I dude's just dude's been around for the Jackets for a while. It's been, what, five years, six or years? Nat? I'd say six or seven. Ah, uh, I guess. Well, like, he's been around the league. He's an all-star. He's He's, you know, he's a proven veteran. I mean... Is he a vocal guy? No, I don't think Boone's that vocal either. No, he's Boone's not. vocal on the ice because he can get frustrated and pissed off. Yeah. I think, I think Zach's, you know, he has the A, but I think he's more of a lead by example type of captain. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what Rick Nash was. I don't think Rick Nash was vocal. Um, but, you know, he was also the best player on the team and they gave him the C. And I think he one was one of the best
1: th- players in CBA history, by the way.
0: You know, only guy in the Rafters, baby. Mm-hmm. Only guy in the Rafters. But, um, Obviously, there's no like specific teams that are really, like super linked right now. There's a couple out there that have been rumored, but um, I, I just I, I'm not ruling it out in this season, especially because this team's going to need some type of shakeup. I mean, sure, you're going to want to keep you know c- certain guys to develop them because they can be a staple here with this team, um, but I think that the Jackets have to do something before going in the next season, and if it starts at the trade deadline with a guy like Boone moving. I understand it. I get it. And it was hard to see Felino go. That was a tough one. Yeah. Because like like Felino and like that crop of players that came in with Felino during that time, they kinda ushered in a new culture for Columbus in terms of winning, um, at least getting to the playoffs, which is more than we had seen ever. And, you know, they got that sweep versus Tampa Bay. So seeing a guy like Felino go to Toronto definitely was a gut punch, but it happens. It's it's NHL. It's 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 business and um, you know, I I'm not I'm just saying I'm not ruling out a potential boon trade. I think he's just an enticing player for a potential playoff team to where we could probably get a first round pick, maybe a player in there, not a not some star caliber player, but a player that could help us out in the long run. And I guess, you know, my next question would be to end this one, like do we want Yarmo making those moves? Because do we know if is gonna be sticking around? So I don't want, you know, Yarmo to kind of have this control when we just don't know if this dude's gonna be here right like is 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 he the one that's gonna build try to rebuild this team again um so I, so it's like I don't know if I want Yarmo kind of pulling the trig on on those type of moves to help us out in the long term i guess yeah like but at the same time ownership I don't know that they're gonna get rid of Yarmo like. We're JD. I think I think we're stuck with him for another year. That's another this. thing we can get into on another podcast. Yeah, that's, that's that's a whole other discussion. But anyways, yeah, Boone Jenner floating around on Twitter, potential trade. But all right, let's get social. Let's wrap this bad boy up. We got some questions. Yeah, we got some. Got some. Got some. Quaden. All right. Well, let's. Uh, uh, I got one. Let's see if we can answer these
1: from uh, Gopnik Hockey Life at Gopnik Hockey Life. Which 2024 NHL draft players have a chance of being in the starting lineup for opening night of the 2024-2025 season? For the Blue Jackets? I would imagine that's probably what it's referencing because I couldn't tell you shit after the first three picks for any other team in the league.
0: 2024?
1: (laughs) Like next season.
0: Like our current... Like, is he asking... Like, so from... I'm confused by the question.
1: Which 2024 NHL draft player... Yeah, I actually don't even... That's more of a Kyle question.
0: Is he asking about? I think he's
1: asking players that are getting drafted this oh, year. Oh, this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, just whoever the top three are. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> there's obviously like there's no Connor Bedard in this one. Sure, like, um, shoot, what's his name? I think he plays at Boston.
1: Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, um,
0: I think he's the guy right now that uh, is looking to go number one. What's his name? Google him. Does he not is he? Oh, for, Macklin Celebrini. He plays for Boston, right? Uh, like Boston College or something. I don't know.
1: I believe no, Maybe. I don't think Celebrini plays for Boston. No, I don't know.
0: Talk down at my ass. Oh
1: no, yeah, Macklin Celebrini does play for Boston. Come
0: on, I got that one right.
1: Uh, twenty-five points in his first fifteen games. He is one point behind Adam Fantilli's fifteen-game pace from the from last year. There you go. So I think he could. I I have heard his name a couple times. There's another
0: dude. I just haven't done. Any. There's another.
1: Oh, he's from Finland. can it's a it's a Finnish name. Uh, <laughs> that helps. Um, Con, Consta Consta. I think it's Consta something, but he played well for Finland in the juniors. Um, it's too early. Those are the only two dudes I can think of right now.
0: It's too early for me to even speculate. Yeah, Whoever the top three are in the draft, they'll yeah, probably, they'll probably play.
1: I don't know well enough. Those are the only two guys I can think of. Yeah. Um. All right. So next question from Stu Sickles at BS Beef. Uh, his question is for producer Braden. Okay. So I got to give a little bit of background for this one. So, Jordan, uh, on Tuesday, tweeted out a video of a little baby elephant um wagging his little trunk around like trunk crazy willy nilly and his caption on the video was me six beers deep standing next to my buddy at the urinal yeah and a whole lot of <laughs> Twitter mania ensued, ensued, or ensued, in I stued, guess, in I stued, guess Yeah, Stu Sickles. Uh, Stu Sickles responded with, Ohio in winter, wishful thinking, my friend. <laughs> uh, Jordan then threatened to send him a DM. I did. Did you actually? No, so <laughs> I, I let me get to the question. Uh so Stu says so Jordan followed through with his DM threat, I hashtag never, I did,
0: awkward. I did not.
1: He said my question is can you make him stop? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm sending him the wrong vibe. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this now, Jordan, please do not So I DM looked, I saw Stu Sue's Sickles pictures or videos of my
0: wiener. of you at a urinal six
1: beers deep. Okay. That's fair.
0: I will say I I tend to Snapchat my friends six beers deep at urinals though sometimes yeah uh but no which is also something you need to stop <laughs> uh no I I look I saw that question come through and I was like shit I did drink a lot Tuesday did I actually <laughs> send too and I I looked back at my D at my heart stop for a second and like <laughs> there's no DM of that so thank God
1: is like the so Jordan followed <laughs> through with his DM threat no
0: there's nothing there
1: all right next question. From Dan Dissinger at Ohio in twenty seven, uh, top guesses for city that's getting a new NHL team.
0: That's a good one. Oh, we didn't talk about. Oh, that uh, probably could have been something we added. Yeah, we could add that to the news and notes about Cincinnati.
1: Oh, so I mean, we could kind of break it down a little bit here after we answer the question.
0: Yeah, I um, think that
1: I think the front is probably Atlanta. I think we're getting.
0: I think we're getting the Atlanta. I think so too. I think uh, we're getting the. Oh, they're not the
1: Hawks, were they?
0: They were the Hawks. No, no, they were the Thrashers.
1: Thrashers. <laughs> I know it's a bird, and like my mind went to basketball. Yeah,
0: they're, they're, the Atlanta
1: Thrashers. I think we're getting the Atlanta Thrashers back.
0: I think it happens
1: because there was something I saw with like the Atlanta city government had already approved for a new arena. Yeah, so but it was on the condition that there was a team going to play in that arena. Yeah. So, so I, I think
0: it's Atlanta. I think if anything, it's Atlanta. I know right now there's a lot of talks about Salt Lake City. Um, I was are the Mormons good at hockey. Apparently, apparently they are out there. I mean, fuck, a husband could probably coach a team of his wives. Um, yeah, get a, get a <laughs> woman's team out there for sure. Um, but yeah, I think Atlanta that has the most like actual traction to it. Yeah, um, especially with like the proposed arena deal. Um, so yeah, I think Atlanta would be the team. I know there's a lot of like pushback on that because they've had two opportunities to have a team. They've had a team twice. Yeah, no, was it the Thrasher's both times? Uh, cuz I remember growing up, we had the Thrasher's. It was the Thrasher's the second time. The first time, I forget the name. Cuz I remember growing up, I grew up the Thrasher's were still a team. Yeah, no, they were. Um, yeah, so I think with this new proposed arena deal and everything, I think that Atlanta does get a team again.
1: I just don't think there's um, a huge market down there, but also there shouldn't be a market for hockey in like Florida.
0: There is, well, at least Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the Panthers are starting to get better attendance. because oh, they're, hey, they're the, a good did, team now. But
1: did you see the Panthers, New Jersey, the Vamos Gatos jerseys? Uh-uh. Oh, you got you, you keep talking, but I'm gonna lose. What does Vamos up. Gatos? Mean? It means let's. It means like let's go cats oh, in Spanish.
0: Okay. Gotcha. I mean, there's a, definitely a big Hispanic market out there.
1: Uh, but is yeah. There, I I think it'll be Atlanta. Do you want to talk about the Cincinnati?
0: Yeah, so uh, Bettman came out, and uh, this was during, like, the All-Star week. He was doing a uh, – oh, those are pretty cool. Those are sick. Those are pretty cool jerseys. Um, so, yeah, Bettman came out during the All-Star week during a press conference, and he was talking about – he was asked a question about expansion teams – uh, he said, if somebody wants to express interest and tell us that they want an expansion team, we will talk to them as we've talked to people in Houston, Atlanta, Cincinnati, and Kansas City. So dropping the Cincinnati in there, which I that just came out of left field. Yeah, that was out of nowhere. Out of absolutely nowhere. Um, and I just don't think that it would work. It's It's an hour and a half away from Columbus. And granted, you know, if there's... Interest from Cincinnati, that's different from, like, shit's about to happen. So if it does happen, I don't think it's – it's not immediate. Like, this shit's probably going to be years down mm-hmm. the line. But I just don't think that the that the Blue Jackets' ownership would let the NHL do this.
1: Yeah, but it's a – I get – I saw uh, it was Blue Jackets. Was it ownership or front office that came out and said that any – Motion forward with the NHL team in Cincinnati would be viewed as an encroachment on CBJ's territory, both media
0: and fan wise. Oh, yeah, because like down there, like Bali Sports, like they get the Blue Jackets.
1: Yeah, but my thing is, I mean, Ohio is one of those not necessarily rare states, but for how it, small we are, big population, big population, but in almost. Every other sport, we have two major league teams. Yeah, We have the Cleveland Guardians and the Cincinnati Reds. We have the Columbus Crew and, crew and FC Cincinnati. We have the cl- Cleveland Browns. We have the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Like, and you got the Cavs.
1: And we got the Cavs. There's no other Ohio basketball team. But I don't necessarily hate it. But I will say, I think dropping the Cincinnati tidbit in a stretch of time where we're not very good Just read the room, Gary.
0: (laughs) Gary never reads the room. Cannot read the room. I don't like it for the simple fact that if it does happen, they get the expansion draft, and we've seen what's happened. Because we, the expansion draft has changed since we became a team. Exactly, and it's it's more beneficial to new teams now. So we saw what happened when Vegas came in. The, what was their first year? They went to the fucking Stanley Cup Finals, and then just won a Stanley Cup final in their they, first what five years? They, yeah, they just won one, and then you have Seattle. Seattle's they've been to the playoffs a hand like two. They made years. it. They were in the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah, it's like Seattle's a very competitive team. Like it, it, you're set up from success from the start. And it's going to suck if the Blue Jackets continue to suck and then Cincinnati just comes out of nowhere and all of a sudden they're winning shit and they're going to the playoffs and here's a little old Columbus. Like, woe is me. And I will say... That would infuriate me to no end. I will say, I think the climate
1: of fan and hockey in general in Ohio needs to be a little bit better before they even discuss having a team in Cincinnati. I
0: think the the, the hockey environment is very healthy here in the state.
1: No, I'm not... Saying it's toxic in the sense of we're bad, yeah. Because then you're gonna have Blue Jackets fans that are from Cincinnati that then become Cincinnati fans, which then sparks our whole debate of relocation or you're a fan of a team until you get a f- team where you're at, like stuff like that. I think
0: this is part of Bettman's strategy to have they want he wants a team in Cincinnati, he wants a team in Cleveland, and then he wants the Monsters to come to Columbus. And really? Then we're gonna be an AHL team. Oh my god. I don't know. But That's I just, will say... I was thinking about that randomly.
1: Outside of the MLS, every other sport where we have two teams, they're in Cleveland and Cincinnati. Like, there is a dividing line across Ohio. Yeah. And I will say, with the exception of the MLS, where you have two teams in Ohio, they, uh, the crew just won the MLS Cup. Yeah. Cincinnati, going into their all-star break, was like the number one team in their conference. Like... You have two teams in the MLS that are good, and it makes that rivalry really fun. That's a great rivalry. Hell is real, baby. It's a fun rivalry to watch, even if you don't watch soccer. Just I think soccer fans might be the most passionate across any sport, and that's just a fun rivalry to watch. And I think a few years down the line, if there is a team in Cincinnati, I think, the one, we need to wait till the Blue Jackets are a little
0: bit better so we're not just getting fleeced <laughs> by our little brother. Yeah. Every fucking season. We're going to be the little brother if they get the expansion draft and it's still the but same. But I,
1: I think it would be cool to see that, like, to just go to have, again, an ex, an extension of that hell is
0: real yeah. rivalry. Hell is frozen over rivalry. Hell is frozen over rivalry. I'm yeah, trademarking
1: like, that tomorrow. NHL don't yeah, steal it.
0: Yeah, you better get on that <laughs> now. Um no, like, I'm open to the idea of it. I don't like the idea of it simply for the fact or the point that I made a second ago about the expansion draft and how it works and how they're going to be successful, you know, right at, right off the rip. And That's my one, you yeah. know, that's my one caveat there where it's like, eh, I don't know about that. Like, and I'm with you.
1: I don't think now is the right time
0: yeah. and also to have a team in Cincinnati. You got to talk about, too, like, they can't play in that arena. That arena's a shithole. So, like, what is it? it's like right downtown. I forget what it's called. Yeah, like, I know it's small. What are the cyclones? They're not AHL, are they? E- EHL, I think. EHL. Right? Yeah. Um, but no, like that arena is great for minor league hockey. It's not small. It seems like probably seven, sixteen, seventeen thousand, but it's just an old, outdated arena. Yeah. Like it's it's no better than going to the Coliseum at the fairgrounds. It's just double the size. Yeah. Like it's it's just not built for NHL hockey. So then you're talking about they'd have to get a new arena. There's no way the NHL would let them. Just play in the oh, arena. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah but they let Arizona play in ASU. Yeah, so. that's also true, yeah. <laughs> I also but. never noticed until this year <laughs> that the ice in that arena, <laughs> there's a slash in oh, yeah, the center, the, yeah, and it's the, the
0: Sun Devil and then the Coyotes. Yeah. I don't know how much longer Bettman's going to allow them to play in that thing. Like, they have to get an arena <clears throat> deal made soon, or else I think Bettman moves that team to Salt Lake City or... Or maybe they take it to Atlanta. I don't know. Without yeah. an expansion. But Yeah.
1: Now that we broke that segment down, we probably should have had it separate. Yeah. But to answer your question, Dan, I think we both agree that the next city to get an NHL team is probably gonna be Atlanta again.
0: I think it goes to Atlanta. I okay. think there's just too much framework there already established in the arena deal. I think it goes to Atlanta. Yeah.
1: Uh next question from Randall Almonds Tolly at Almonds OW. If y'all could give the jackets a new mascot, what would it look like? Are we gonna bar Boomer out of this?
0: Oh, Boomer's coming back. No, got, new mascot. N- n- mm, mm, I mean, I want a Kepi with a face, a human, a <sighs> seven a giant foot, hat. seven foot <laughs> Kepi, giant hat with eyes and a mouth. Uh, I, I mean, I like the idea of like a Union soldier. That'd be cool, like, but that would that's
1: like a person mascot, not like a costume mascot. I mean, mascot. It, it
0: could be. You could make it a costume.
1: A little bit, but I think it'd be, yeah.
0: Like, it's doable. Like, have him wearing, you know, like the Union blue, like, garb. Have him, yeah, he has the giant keppy on his yeah, head. Because I
1: think, I think Stinger gives the... Carries around a musket
0: that fires out t-shirts. That's a big-ass musket. It will be.
1: But, yeah, I think Stinger confuses people when people ask what are... Oh,
0: yeah, nobody... Are you
1: supposed to be, like, a blue version of a yellow jacket? Then why is he green?
0: Dude, I have friends to this day. They they don't, they don't think we're named after a bug still because of that. Because of that bullshit. Give me something Super War-related. I know Stinger's supposed to be, you know, all about the kids, and that's what, I mean, granted, Gritty has nothing to do with the Flyer, and Gritty's fucking awesome. Yeah, Gritty's sick. Love, <laughs> Gritty I might be my Gritty. favorite
1: mascot in all sports. That has
0: nothing to do with the team at all, but I love him.
1: But, yeah, I would say either bring Boomer back or do a Union Soldier. Stinger
0: was, like, stripping at the All-Star game. Was he really? He didn't have a shirt on for a while.
1: That's sick.
0: I don't know what he was doing.
1: Oh, wow. That's, that's a weird, weird dude. But, um, what's the other thing? Oh, quick sidebar about mascots. Did you see Joey Vado and what he was doing? Because he's from Toronto. Uh-uh. Did you see what he was doing at the All-Star game? Oh, he was there? Yeah.
0: At the NHL, yeah. Oh damn, he's That's from cool. Toronto. Well, I know that, but I didn't know he was at the NHL. Yeah, well,
1: he doesn't live in Cincinnati anymore.
0: That's true. RIP. Still
1: heartbreaking. Um, he was taking, he was running around the arena taking pictures with every mascot that he could, <laughs> like he and he kept posting it. Like he got pictures with probably twenty four of them.
0: Dude. Joey Votto's a man of the people.
1: I'm gonna miss him so he is much. He's a man of the
0: people. I remember like when he would go on, when he would get like injured and he wasn't able to play. He would go sit in the stands. He'd go sit in the stands. Like he was going like double deck, just like sitting next to fans and like he would just like sit down and not even say anything, and then fans would realize that it's him. I love that dude. He's such a he's just a man of the people. You love that.
1: Yeah, I'd say bring back Boomer, a Union Blue Soldier.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: Uh next question from Chris Williams at Prince Will twenty seven. Who is the first forward you see coming up and making an impact from Cleveland or juniors? Um, from juniors, Gavin Brindley.
0: I love me some Gavin. I think Brindley.
1: Gavin Brindley has a serious. I tweeted this out drunk one night a month or two ago. I think Gavin Brindley has a serious chance of making a run for the Calder next year with the Blue Jackets.
0: I hope you're right. I mean, he fucking popped off in the uh, in the juniors. Juniors, yeah. yeah. And then from Cleveland,
1: uh, Malatesta.
0: Malatesta. I could potentially get him. Kyle's that. big on him.
1: Kyle Kyle he loves is, some Malatesta. Uh, uh what's the other dude? Who's our who's our first round draft pick from like two years ago? Uh Lucas of Bel Air. Bel
0: Del Uh Bill Bev DeVoe. <laughs> is it not Beldel Del It's Bill Biv DeVoe. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't that don't girl is poison. That? No, that's boys to men, isn't it? I don't even know what you're singing.
1: You don't know that? No. A I'd love to see
0: all Luca Del Belu's up here, just for the simple fact I could say his name maybe correctly.
1: Luca Del Bel Belu's.
0: Luca Del Bel Yeah,
1: I, I think it's Malatesta from Cleveland.
0: Uh, he's saying forwards only. Or is he saying? Yeah, like forwards. Forwards only. Oh, that's a toughie. I'm trying to think. I'm looking right now through who I think could potentially be it.
1: I think those are the two.
0: Those might be the two, even or, though this
1: is an opinion question.
0: Also, you got. You know, he's not with the monsters, but you know, he's with his. His team out there. Oh, Demay. Demay. I think Demay would Is there be, any update
1: on his surgery that he just
0: had? I haven't gotten an update on it in terms of on Twitter. That's my update source. But uh, I think Jordan Demay would be somebody you could watch in camp next year. for Oh, sure. yeah. I
1: was big on Demay when we signed him. Yeah. So what was it? I know they were in two different leagues. But just total points, it was Bedard and then Demay. And Demay oh, yeah. was always on his, he- on his heels. Oh, yeah.
0: No, I think uh, I think it, for me, I feel like Dume, contractually maybe there's some shit there, but I feel like you know if he's at training camp next year and also preseason, I think that he's a guy that you would have to look out for for sure.
1: Yeah, well, because isn't he? Isn't it in his like the way his contract work? Isn't it he either has to like be on the Jackets roster or he or has or to stay in Halifax, and it's not something they can flip flop.
0: Correct. Yeah. But I think that maybe just this season. So I think. Oh, because he what he signed a three year ELC. I think so, something like that. Um, but yeah, I think he's a guy that you got to look out for. Whether he goes to the Monsters, I think he, he. I think he could crack the lineup. Honestly, I think he'll
1: be in the next, lineup next, next season.
0: Year. But contractually, I'm not sure if there's like some stipulation there still. But I think he'll definitely be at training camp to where yeah. he has somebody to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah, I think those are your three: Malatesta, uh, Brinley. And then a little Luca Beldelba Del Badoo.
0: Luca Del uh,
1: yeah, Luca Bilbib Devo. Something like um, that. Um
0: next question.
1: Uh, you know I'm gonna he's gonna be a two time feature on today's Let's Get Social. Oh wow. This is a you question. I have no input. Oh god. Uh, From Dan Dissinger again at at Ohio in twenty seven. Who's gonna win the Daytona five hundred?
0: Oh, come on, baby. What do you mean he was gonna win? Ryan Laney? Yeah, Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney's gonna win. Uh, my dark horse is uh, my second favorite driver, but he's he races for like a a mid tier team. Um, this is somebody that if you put money on him and he does win, and he's really good at restrictor or uh, uh, super speedways, which is Daytona and Talladega. It's all about drafting. Yeah, he's a good drafter. Uh yeah. LaJoy. like Yarmo. Corey, nah. mm. Corey LaJoy. He's my uh, he's my dark horse in that seven car. So it's either gonna be my boy. Uh, Ryan Blaney, who's also from Hartford, Ohio. So, if you're looking for somebody to root for in NASCAR and in the 500, Ryan Blaney, he also won the championship last year in the Cup Series. Yeah, man. Big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, cool. I don't doubt you. Yeah. And also, I picked Ryan Blaney like seven years, eight years ago before he popped off. I'm like those people who were like, I knew that band before they were big. But I'm just saying, I, I I, I saw the potential in the dude. Won the championship last year in that 12 Penske car. He's my dude. His dad was na- his nickname. Uh, his dad was a racer. They called him the Buckeye Bullet. So they got the Ohio ties. Yeah, I think my picks. You have Gordon. Okay. Well, you're gonna be wrong. No, because he no longer races. No, it's uh,
1: gonna be like um, like in WWE, like the Royal Rumble. He's gonna be the surprise, like last car. Oh. Whoever like the barely qualified, would be like, oh, he can't make it. But we're gonna bring out. A surprise guest and it Jeff, the Jeff Gordon, Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon car, just Jeff. like he's he's gonna win it. I'm telling you, he's won four of them. And he's gonna make it five this you year. Think so
0: he's gonna come out of the woodwork. I think it's four. Maybe he's won three. Um, let me. But no, I appreciate the NASCAR question. We got the Daytona 500 coming up next week.
1: Um, let me. I think there's only like three or four left. Let me see if they're good. Um, this is a good one. Uh, we'll end it on this from Donald Bradner at Sir Don, the seventh, assuming the team continues as is, and the players like the Russian three continue to develop. How badly do you want to move on from PV? Uh, Donald says he deserves one more year to work with a full off season and develop the younger talent that is coming up from the AHL and juniors.
0: Yeah, it's just unfortunate. P- PV was put in a bad situation, especially coming off the bag- Babcock shit. Um, I think, you know, obviously with how the season's gone, you can always point the finger at Pasco. I'm not super high on Pasco. I think that he might be a little in over his head. But I'm kind of on the side of that question there where I do think he deserves one more year. To prove himself as a head coach, especially with uh, you know, starting from scratch, you know, like not not necessarily scratch, but you know, at, starting from the very beginning of the season where you don't have to piggyback off the whole Babcock drama. I think that you just yeah. I'm on yeah, I'm on the side of give him one more year. I'm not on the side of giving Yarma one more year. I I'm off that train, been off that train. Same with JD. And also if the, if a new regime does come into this to the scenario, then you know a new GM might want a new coach and Pascal might be out at the, at the end of this year, if your was to leave or get fired. Um, So yeah, I I'm on the side of, yeah, give, give Pascal one more year just to be fair. And hell, if like midway through, it's still not clicking. All right, get get rid of the dude. But I think he has brought us to a point where, you know, the teams, the team that we see out there on the ice, sure. We're not getting all the W's and, and, we're not where we thought we would all be at the beginning of this season, but as weird as it sounds, we've been relatively competitive in games. We just fail to close the games out. Yeah. So like we're closer than than when we were last year with Larson, but I I'm not on that train of like oh we're so close because we still have a lot of weak a lot of weak areas in what we're doing. But I think that competitively we've gone up a little bit in terms of actually being in games, being in the conversation. But just learning how to close them out, the power plays are still a struggle for sure. We're absolutely atrocious. And, th- yeah, there's just certain aspects we still have to figure out. And I think Pascal has brought us, to, brought us up a little notch. I'm not saying he's the answer. Trust me. I, I'm a very big critic of Pascal right now. I think his media presence needs some work. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're we're close. We're yeah, close. Right? And uh especially the whole Elvis debacle, like that, that I whole I think that was more on Elvis. That but that whole week, like he just Pascal kind of seemed lost about I'm like, dude, you gotta you gotta learn the I'll what's say he's a first on. year
1: coach. I don't think he knew exactly how to walk back the fact that Elvis came out and said, Sure. Yeah,
0: I got I wanna trade. Yeah. I mean I get that. I get that. But yeah, long story short, I'm okay with a Pascal coming back next season. I'm not okay with a Yarmo coming back next season.
1: I'm with you in that sense. I will say we either get rid of the front office and keep Pascal, or we get rid of Pascal and keep the front office. It's, or, it's got, it's, or, or the secret third option, get rid of both. All of it. Because Blow it all if up. we keep Yarmo and JD, and we I think we've mentioned it the past couple episodes, and then we keep we keep Yarmo and JD and we keep Pascal. I cannot handle this level of micromanagement that it, it seemingly seems to be going on. I know Kyle kind of disagreed with that sentiment, but I I get. I I'm with you on that. Either you trust your coach or you don't. And I I don't think I can go through another season of Yarmo essentially coaching that team.
0: Kind of seems that's, that's what's happening.
1: I, I don't think I can do that. Yeah. Because again, like you said, I do th- I do think PV is over his head. Um I don't think he necessarily knows how to coach in the NHL as a head coach. Um, but who knows? Maybe this first season has taught him some things that he can't necessarily incorporate. Like he was a little late to the jump. Like he can't necessarily start coaching the way he wants to coach when we're already kind of giving up on a season. Yeah. But maybe he's learned some things this year that he can add in next year and turn out a little better with some younger guys. Maybe we get the full roster back. We'll have A back. We'll have... Maybe a little more synergy in the locker room, hopefully. But I will say I am kind of indifferent. If we keep him for one more year, let him ride out his two-year contract. Great.
0: I don't want it to be a let's let, let's have him ride it out. Like or that, not, that's okay. not the right lack approach. of a better word. Yeah.
1: Um. Like, it let yeah. him come back, finish his second-year contract with some faith and trust in him, and let him have a little more control of the team. Yeah. Or if you want to buy him out, go get another coach. Uh well, one of the other questions. So Todd McKellen's available.
0: I think he, so. He, so here's <laughs> from my, the LA Kings, right? He just got the, boot. but, but
1: here's. yeah, I think I'm a little bit indifferent. I don't think he's the answer, but I also don't necessarily think he's the whole problem. Here's my so. hot.
0: Here's my hot take moving into the off season. Your JD. They stay for the in duration of this season. I think there's some serious reflection from ownership and they get let go in the off season. Pascal remains on as head coach, but I think the new ownership – or sorry, the new management, the new general manager that does come in, whoever comes in, I think they're going to want to bring in their guy at some point, and Pascal may, may not just – he may not make the cut, but I think he for sure starts off next season as the head coach. But I think that ownership is going to let this season die out, and Yarmo and J.D. will be here for the duration of this season – But I think come off season, that's when the move's made, and then that's when, you know, the new the new management comes in. And then I think, you know, a general manager that does come in, that's brand new, that's fresh, he's gonna want his guy. He's gonna want his coach. Yeah, and I and I think Pascal probably will not end up being that. I don't know how long he lasts here, but I think you have to start him out next season as the head coach again.
1: Yeah. I think Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head. I think at some point, I don't know if Pascal makes it a full second year with us. But, again, like I said, I'm a little indifferent. I don't necessarily think he's the whole problem, so I'm not going to put a lot of it on him. He was thrown into a shit situation. Bring back torts. Yeah, bring back torts. Do you see what he just did? What? Um, Some fan wrote a
0: handwritten letter. Oh, he wrote one back, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a nice guy. Well, with how kind of hard-nosed he is, you wouldn't necessarily expect him to... Oh, no, dude, torts is a sweetheart down deep. you think? Oh, no, he is. 100% he Didn't is. did he try to fight somebody in the locker? <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. But, you know, he'll go to bat for anybody. I guess, you know, he, but he, no, he's a good dude deep. I mean, not even deep down. He's just a good dude. He is a good dude. I just, he just doesn't get portrayed on the media that way. Cause you know, let Rick Nash be the head coach. No, (laughs) I don't want to, he's he, listen, Rick Nash is in the Raptors right now. I don't want to tarnish that legacy. Okay. Let Nash, let, uh, let Jared bowl be the head coach. He looked good back there. That slick back hair. He does. He's a mighty fine looking guy. Yeah, I do. love some Jared Bowl. Love He's, some Rick Nash. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think I don't got any more questions, good. so we're done here. All right. Episode two seventy three, little boomers. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Next week, probably a full house again. We'll see. I hope so. We'll see. You know, we I, we I think we killed it though. I we always have good episodes. I feel like we do too. We do have not some. as much yelling if you – I mean I could yell more if that's I what want I did think it was
1: funny everybody was like I love how Colin Warner yelling at each other I'm yeah. like they
0: were drinking beer 5 minutes later they, it was awesome Oh yeah All right little boomers we'll see you next week see you next for week <laughs>